From 2003 to 2010, weekly, I delivered frozen hungry man dinners, two liter bottles of Coke, and light bulbs to Jackie Cable. I've spoken uh, about Jackie in a previous sermon a couple years ago. Jackie is a middle-aged man who is um, physically disabled and um, lives with mental illness. Over the course of our years together, rarely did a day pass that Jackie did not call, always asking, John, can I have five dollars? Or stopping by my office at King Avenue, kindly letting me know, John, I need frozen hungry man dinners. Not the chicken kind. (laughs) Or, my favorite, John, I need more light bulbs. He collected, collects light bulbs. Through my relationship with Jackie, I learned more about God and Christ and what it means to live a Christ-shaped, cruciform life than any preacher or theologian could ever teach me. Ever. And over the course of of this past week, as I thought about Jackie and as I uh, wrote today's sermon, I came to understand that for the very first time, that what I was doing was, was laying down my life for him. You see, in order to care for Jackie, my life was constantly being disrupted. My own agenda, my own routine, and even at times, my own needs became secondary to his agenda, his routine, and his needs. And still I laid down my life without a second thought. Because in laying down my life for Jackie, I knew that Jackie would would know that he mattered. In laying down my life for Jackie, I knew that, that he would know what it meant to be fed and to be full. In laying down my life for Jackie, he would know the gift of friendship. And most importantly, he would know the gift of unconditional love. Oftentimes we think love is about emotions and feelings and and words of adoration. And of course, there's nothing wrong with thinking of, of love in those terms. Each can be a legitimate part of love. Who doesn't want to hear the words, I love you? Who doesn't want to feel the rapture, the excitement, the tingling sensation with love? We all do. Or at least some of us used to. But we all do. (laughs) However, at some point... Love, if it is to be real, it must become tangible. Not only by words and feelings, but by actions. In my relationship with Jackie, hungry man dinners, two liter bottles of Coke, an endless stream of $5 bills, and light bulbs were the tangible signs and means of my love for him. As John wrote in his first epistle, little children, let us love, not in word or speech, 
but in truth and in action. So what what does this have to do with our lives four weeks after Easter? What does this have to do with the Good Shepherd? Everything. It has everything to do with our lives four weeks after Easter. It has everything to do with the Good Shepherd. You see, God's love and hope for humanity became tangible through the life and the death and the resurrection of Christ. We know love by this, John tells us, that he laid down his life for us. In laying down his life, Jesus chose us. He's not the victim of another's power or agenda. If he's a victim at all, he's the victim of his own all-consuming love. His life was not taken from him. He freely gave it. His was a gift, a choice of love. The good shepherd lives and dies for love. He lays down his life for his sheep. The relationship between the sheep and the shepherd is based on what the shepherd does, rather than on what the sheep do. It's all about who the shepherd is, rather than who we are. And the shepherd's love is a love of knowing, of accepting without condition, and intimacy. In this intimate, all-accepting, all-knowing love is at the heart of resurrection, is at the heart of a resurrected life. You see, resurrection is about laying down your life out of love. Four times in today's gospel passage, Jesus says, I lay down my life. With those words, four times he says, I love you. And with each statement of love, he describes the pattern for our lives on the other side of Easter. For Christ, love is lived. And how we live is always a choice. Every day, how we live is a choice. It is a choice driven by our recognition of compassion for, in willingness to do something about the life and the needs of another. Whether they are in our family, in this church, on the other side of the city, or the world. It is a choice. We cannot claim to believe in Jesus if we are unwilling to lay down our life for another. Regardless of who he is or who she is, if you believe, you will love. If you do not love, neither do you believe. That's the truth. And so our belief in Jesus cannot be separated from how and whom we love. Our belief in his name is only revealed, not in dogma, not in doctrine, not in reading the holy book. It is only revealed when we lay down our life for another.
and in laying down our life for another, we boldly proclaim Jesus' resurrection. We boldly proclaim that it is not a historic event in the past, but it's a present reality today. Laying down our life makes Jesus' resurrection, and more poignantly, his love tangible and real. Here and now. Every day of your life, you have a choice. A choice to lay it down for love. Perhaps it will be for a member of your family, a friend, a member of this church. Then again, it could be the stranger on the street or those who call the darkness home, those who are oppressed and shunned and deported and beaten and threatened. Then again, it could be the person you hate so vehemently that you cannot imagine loving them. Let me be clear with you. It is not your job to decide who is worthy of love. It's not your job. Get over it. Your job is to be present. Your job is to open your eyes. Your job is to listen with your heart. Your job is to pay attention to where love is leading you. Of course, laying down your life means you're going to have to change your usual routines and agendas. You'll have to risk your fragile ego. You'll have to cease contemplating the cost and, and the return, or your life is nothing more than a hired hand. You're going to have to just freely give of yourself. Because the life and well-being of the other now sets the agenda. That's your agenda, guides your decisions, and determines your actions, which sounds a whole lot like how the good shepherd lived and died. Laying down your life is not, however, the end of life. It wasn't for Jesus. It won't be for you. It will, however, be the beginning of a new life a more authentic life, a Christ-shaped, cruciform life. And isn't that why you're here? How we live is always a choice. Every day you choose to love or not to love. And in laying down your life for another, you reveal the nature of God's work, God's hope, and God's love in the world, here and now. If you believe, you will love. If you do not love, neither do you believe. Thanks be to God. Amen.